Hello and welcome to the Portside Report, a weekly update for Mariners. I'm Brian Klein. And that is a hot cup of coffee. This edition is going to be excerpted from the District 11 Local Notice to Mariners Week 9 of 2019. That's not true. It's Week 8. Week 8 of 2019, and is restricted to San Francisco's North, Central, and South Bays. However, as this is neither a complete nor official reading, information that may be important for a Mariners' ability to navigate these waters may be omitted. Refer to the complete local notice to Mariners for further information. Do you have something you'd like me to cover or announce in this podcast? How can I make this more useful to you? Let me know at ahoy at portsidereport.com. Also, did you know you can submit information for publication in the official Local Notice to Mariners? That's right, and a complete set of guidelines with examples and contact information can be found by going to pacificarea.uscg.mil and just enter LNM, as in Local Notice to Mariners, in the search box. All right, the only things that I have noticed that are truly new to this Local Notice to Mariners this week are from the Section 2 discrepancies section, and under the subsection of the federal aid discrepancies, federal aids to navigation that have been corrected, are two items that have both been first listed and corrected all in the same edition. So that would be the Point Bonita Light, lightless number 4220, which is now watching properly, and the Richmond Harbor Channel Lighted Buoy number 3, lightless number 5680, which is now watching properly. And with that, we are already on to carryovers from last week, starting with Section 1, Special Notices. For all bridge-related issues, including lighting, operation, obstructions, construction, demolition, etc., contact the 11th Coast Guard District Bridge Administrator 24-hour cell phone at 510-219-4366. Flotsam may accumulate on or near bridges, bridge piers, and abutments. Mariners should approach all bridges with caution. A vessel delay at a drawbridge may be reported to the District Bridge Administrator by telephone or by using the delay report PDF included in the enclosure section of this local notice to Mariners. Next up, at the Benicia Martinez Union Pacific Railroad Bridge in the Carquinez Strait, all Mariners requiring a bridge lift at the Benicia Martinez Union Pacific Railroad Bridge, miles 7.0 over the Carquinez Strait, California, should follow the protocol in the document entitled Coordination of Communications for Union Pacific Railroad Lift Operation. Mariners can download a copy of the document by selecting the link Benicia-Martinez Railroad Bridge under the Quick Link section at pacificarea.usc.mil slash vtssf. Now, this uh, was not mentioned last week because it's sort of right on the edge of the area that I'm trying to cover here in this podcast, but I'm throwing it in this week. Next up is an item entitled Caution to be used in reliance upon aids to navigation. The aids to navigation depicted on charts comprise a system of fixed and floating aids to navigation with varying degrees of reliability. Prudent mariners will not rely solely on any single aid to navigation, particularly a floating aid to navigation. With respect to buoys, the buoy symbol is used to indicate the approximate position of the buoy body and the sinker which secures the buoy to the seabed. The approximate position is used because of the practical limitations in positioning and maintaining buoys and their sinkers in precise geographical locations. These limitations include but are not limited to inherent imprecision in fixing and position fixing methods, prevailing atmospheric and sea conditions, slope of and the material making up the seabed, the fact that buoys are moored to sinkers by varying lengths of chain, 
and the fact that the buoy body and or sinker positions are not under continuous surveillance, but are normally checked only during periods of periodic maintenance visits, which often occur more than a year apart. Due to the forces of nature, the position of the buoy body can be expected to shift inside and then outside the charted symbol. The mariners also caution that buoys may be extinguished or sound signals may not function as a result of natural causes, collisions, or other accidents. For the foregoing reasons, a prudent mariner must not rely completely upon the position or operation of floating aids to navigation, but will also utilize bearings from fixed objects and aids to navigation on shore. Furthermore, a vessel attempting to pass close aboard always risks collision with a yawing buoy or with the obstruction that the buoy marks. Next item, Marine Safety Information Bulletin. Mariners directing the movement of large ships in or near the offshore approaches to San Francisco Bay have indicated to the Coast Guard that the high-intensity, quote, work lights on decks used by commercial fishing vessels prevent opera vessel operators from seeing the commercial fishing vessel's navigation lights at night and in low visibility conditions. And I will just add to this from a personal note, it's not just the large ships <laughs> that are noticing this and being affected by this. It happens all over the bay as well. A clear and present threat to navigation safety exists when one vessel cannot see the navigation lights of another vessel. If navigation lights are obscured, the aspect of the latter vessel cannot be determined, making it extremely difficult for both vessels to successfully execute the nautical rules of the road. International Navigation Rule 20 states that no other lights that may impair the visibility of the lights specified in the rules shall be displayed from sunset to sunrise and during periods of low visibility. Vessels found to be in violation of Rule 20 may be subject to a potential $6,500 fine. All vessels operating near the San Francisco Bay inbound or outbound offshore traffic lanes are strongly encouraged to comply with the navigation rules as they pertain to navigation lights. Vessels are also encouraged to maintain an active listening watch on channel 13 and 16 when the intentions of another vessel are unclear. Communicate to make arrangements to reduce the risk of collision. And that's it from the section two, I'm sorry, from section one, special notices. I'm now moving on to section two, discrepancies. And this is mostly, uh, yeah, these are all items from the light list. So from the federal aid discrepancy section, light list number 4645, the Oakland Outer Har Harbor Light 7 is still structurally damaged and temporarily replaced with a lighted buoy. Light list number 4650, Oakland Outer Harbor Light 9, missing and temporarily replaced with a lighted buoy. Down in Redwood Creek, at the Redwood Creek entrance, light number two, light list number 5180, still structurally damaged and temporarily replaced with a lighted buoy. Light list number 5240, Redwood Creek light 13, structurally damaged, temporarily replaced with a lighted buoy. Mare Island Strait, light two, light list number 6095 is currently extinguished. And of Napa River, light eight, Light list number 6165, structurally destroyed, temporarily replaced with a lighted buoy. Light list number 6195, which is the Napa River Light 15, is a day mark, which is missing. What else do we have here? All right, now moving into the private aids discrepancies section. Light list number 4402, Richardson Bay Day Beacon 9, structurally damaged. Light list number 4420, San Francisco Oakland Bay Bridge, Pier Alpha, false fog signal. The sound signal is inoperable. Light list number 4826, Bay Farm Island Light 1, light is extinguished. And 4826.15, which is Bay Farm Island Light number 3, Light is also extinguished. Extinguish. Light list number 5661, Southampton Shoal Outfall Lighted Buoy 1. The light is extinguished. Raycore inoperable. And light list number 5877.2, San Rafael Rock Quarry Mooring Buoy C, currently missing. And that's it from section 2, the discrepancy section. And we're going to cruise right on down to, let's see, well, section 7, in fact. 
All right, so section seven, which is the general section, and it's described as the section that contains information of general concern to the mariners. So we're going to have uh, bridge work and dredging operations and all kinds of stuff like that in here. Here's a sort of uh, general update, the NOAA Electronic Navigational Chart Update. NOAA recommends that mariners take advantage of the most recent chart updates by using the NOAA Electronic Navigational Charts, or ENCs, for navigation in U.S. waters. ENCs provide the most up-to-date information, whereas paper and raster nautical charts chart updates may be up to one month behind the corresponding ENC coverage. Over the next few years, mariners will see continued improvement in the extent and detail of ENC coverage, while there will be a reduction in the raster nautical chart and paper chart coverage and service. ENCs will include routine changes between editions that are not published through notices to mariners. One significant change to the RNC and paper charts will be the removal of controlling or minimum depth information from many maintained channels. Controlling channel depths will still be provided on ENCs. Comments or concerns can be addressed through ASSIST, A-S-S-I-S-T, A-S-S-I-S-T, which is NOAA's nautical inquiry and comment system. And you can go to nauticalcharts.noaa.gov and find your way to um, the ASSIST section. Moving up to the Corte Madera Creek Bridge, the, um, I'm sorry, to a bridge in the Corte Madera Creek, the Bonaire Road Bridge Replacement, the City of Larkspur's contractor, Golden Gate Bridge. Hmm. Thanks, Siri. Didn't need you just then. The Bonaire Road Bridge Replacement. The City of Larkspur's contractor, Golden Gate Bridge, has begun replacement of the existing bridge. A temporary work trestle spans the channel and provides a 20-foot and provides 20 feet of horizontal clearance, pile to pile, and three feet of vertical clearance from mean high water to the lowest hittable portion of the trestle. And there's an enclosure at the end of this local notice mariners with diagrams and good stuff like that. You can check it out. They do have four coffer dams that have been uh, placed within the creek to facilitate construction of the replacement bridge piers. Work will be conducted Monday through Saturday, 0700 to 1800. Mariners are requested to transit the area with caution. For conditions at the construction site, mariners can contact the contractor and I have a few phone numbers. I'm just going to give you one, 925-953-4610. For more details or comments, you can also contact the Coast Guard Bridge Office, 510-437-3516. Now moving over to the Lake Merritt Channel Bridge at the Oakland Inner Harbor. Embarcadero Road Bridge Replacement. Bridge replacement construction activities are now in progress from 0700 to 1700, Monday through Friday, until February 28, 2019. Dry coffer dams have been installed to facilitate removal of the existing bridge and construction of the replacement bridge. The contractor will be using some flexi-float barges during the demolition of the eastern pier, and there's an enclosure at the end of this local notice of mariners with more details. A 66-foot Horizontal clearance for vessels will be maintained during construction. Mariners requested to transit the area with caution when transiting the worksite. For on-site conditions, contact the contractor at 707-310-0631, City of Oakland, 510-615-5566 after hours. For more details or comments, contact the Coast Guard Bridge Office, 510-347-3515. Now moving up to the Petaluma River, the Black Point Railroad Drawbridge, the upstream fender system protecting the swing span has been destroyed and does not offer protection for vessels or the bridge. Mariners are used or urged to use caution while transiting that bridge. Also, at that same area, Black Point Highway Bridge, Black Point Highway 37 Bridge, the fenders channelward of the western pier are damaged. Estimated time of repair is unknown. For more details or comments, contact the Coast Guard Bridge Office 510-437-3516. Now moving out to Pinole Shoal. Pinole Shoal is observing a reduced deep draft on the southern side edge of the channel, limited areas in limited areas to 
32.9 feet until maintenance dredging can be performed. For detailed information on depths and locations, please see, uh, let's see, you can go to spn.usace.army.mil. It's quite a long URL. Um, and you'll be looking for the Army Corps Hydro Survey, but, survey, but I bet you can just Google Army Corps Hydro Survey and then find your way to the one that covers the Pinole Shoal area. Mariners requested to transit the area with caution. For more details or comments, contact Lieutenant Marcia Medina at 510-437-2978 or marcia.a.medina at uscg.mil. Now over to the Golden Gate Bridge. The Golden Gate Bridge District's contractor, Shimmy slash Danny's, Joint Venture has begun installing four 54-foot temporary underdeck platforms. Two of them will be 1900, approximately 1,900 feet north of the South Tower, and two will be approximately 1,900 feet south of the North Tower. Once installed, the vertical clearance at the bridge will be reduced in those locations by no more than 14 feet. As the work progresses, the two outer platforms will be moved towards the towers, and the two inner platforms will be moved towards the center line of the bridge. The temporary platforms will be lighted at night with all-around red lights, and there's a enclosure at the end of this local notice to mariners and with a diagram of the uh, lighting situation at the bridge. Work is being conducted Monday through Saturday, 0700 to 1700 and 2100 to 0500. For conditions at the bridge, mariners can contact the bridge owner at 415-923-2220 or the contractor at 415-716-0384. More details or comments, contact the Coast Guard Bridge Office, 510-437-3516. Now swinging on over to the China to China Basin, the Third Street Draw Bridge. Until October 1st, 2019, the draw span will be secured in the closed to navigation position for rehabilitation. Scaffolding is installed underneath the length of the draw span and will be marked with steady burning red lights at night. A 20-foot wide navigational opening close to the south bank between piers 4 and 6 will be available for small craft to transit through the bridge. The navigational opening will provide a vertical clearance of 3 feet over mean high water, and they do mean small craft, and be marked with steady burning green lights at night. You can, there's an enclosure section uh, with the lighting diagram at the end of this local notice. For more details or comments, contact the Coast Guard Bridge Office, 510-437-3461. There remain some deteriorating concrete pilings above and below the waterline in the vicinity of the south edge of Southampton Shoal Light. Mariners requested to transit the area with caution. For more details or comments, contact Lieutenant Ruth Sadowitz at 510-437-3801 or ruth.a.sadowitz at uscg.mil. Now over to the Oakland Inner Harbor. Shoaling has been reported on the south side of Oakland Inner Harbor, south channel in the east passage through the Fruitvale Ave bridge. Mariners requested to transit the area with caution and report any observed changes in shoaling conditions to the San Francisco VTS on VHF channel 14. For more details or comments, contact the U.S. Coast Guard Sector San Francisco Waterways Management at 415-399-7443. Coffee break. Coffee's getting cold. All right, going up to the Petaluma River area, shoaling has been reported east of Petaluma River entrance channel Day Beacon 3. Shoaling has been reported to be as shallow as 6 inches, up to 15 yards east of the aid. Mariners requested to transit the area with caution. For more details or comments, contact Lieutenant Ruth Sadowitz at 510-437-3801 or ruth.a.sadowitz at uscg.mil. Lighted Whistle Buoy 2 in San Francisco Main Ship Channel is transmitting an improper signal. Mariners requested to transit the area with caution. For more details or comments, contact Lieutenant Ruth Sadowitz at 510-437-3801 or ruth.a.sadowitz at uscg.mil. 
Now going over to the Oakland Bay Bridge, the eastern span. Work continues on converting Piers Gulf, which is, I guess, now Echo 2, and Piers Echo 21 through 23 for pedestrian access. Work's being conducted 0600 to 1800 Monday through Friday, occasionally Saturday and Sunday through February 28th, 2019. Either the Derrick Barge Hagar or DB Vancouver will be anchored or moored in and around the piers. The barges will be left on scene unmanned after the normal workday. If requested, the barges can be moved for the safety of navigation. A temporary trestle has been installed at the Oakland shoreline, uh, Installed at the Oakland shoreline going out to Pier Echo 22. A temporary gangway has been installed from the YBI shoreline to Pier Gulf, now Echo 2, and two 10-foot by 40-foot spudded flexi floats just north of Pier Gulf. The upstream and downstream edges of the temporary trestle in each corner of each barge and flexi float lights are lighted at night with steady burning all-round red lights, visible at 2,000 yards from approaching vessels. And there's a nice PDF enclosure at the end of this local notice mariners for Barge locations and lighting plans. For conditions at the construction site, mariners can contact the contractor at 510-773-7803, Caltrans at 510-772-7895. To recover a breakaway barge, contact 415-495-3191. For more details or comments, hit, hit up the Coast Guard Bridge Office at 510-437-3516. Up in San Pablo Bay, the Coast Guard has been unable to disestablish a season, the seasonal sound signal for San Pablo Bay Channel Light 15 in accordance with published operational timelines due to the protection of nesting osprey in the area. Sound signal will be disestablished as soon as allowable. Mariners are requested to transit the area with caution. For more details or comments, contact Aids to Navigation Team San Francisco at 415-399-3517. Up near San Leandro, the Bay Farm Island Highway Bridge, the south side lower slot in the fender system is missing. Mariners are requested... Nope. Mariners are urged to transit the area... to transit the bridge with caution. Estimated time repair is unknown. For more details or comments, contact the Coast Guard Bridge Office, 510-437-3514. Up in San Pablo Bay, Transbay Cable LLC owns and operates a charted submarine cable that experiences intermittent exposure in San Pablo Bay. All vessels are advised not to anchor, use ground, tackle, fish, or dredge in the vicinity of 380327 North. 122-16-22 West, as this increases the risk of damage, violating 47 U.S.C. 2. Mariners are requested to transit the area with caution. For more details or comments, contact Transbay Cable Operations Center at operator at transbaycable.com or 925-427-9744. In that same general area, there are submerged obstructions in the form of piles that are partially exposed above and below the sediment surface south of Pinal Shoal Channel along the 30-foot contour between 380314 North, 122 West, and 380318 North, 122 West. The piles are present along the slope of the natural shoal, heights ranging from approximately 1 foot to 5 feet above the sediment surface. For more details or comments, contact Todd Mulehofer of Costco Petroleum Corporation at 719-520-4761. My goodness, I think that's, I think that's it.